Hi, and welcome back to um, The Most Peaceful Battle. And today we're going to talk a little bit about um, being able to accept services and exactly what Jesus did for us. And today I have a guest with me, Sarah, my best friend. Um, do you want to say a couple things or are you are you good? Just like introduce yourself. Yeah, I'll introduce myself. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Sarah. Um <laughs> I'm not sure what else I'm supposed to say in an introduction like this, but um, yep, um, me and Memphis were best friends, sisters through Christ, and we're going to go down this journey together of um, my first podcast, her, I think, second one, second day. <laughs> Wait, no. Second Four. time doing it. Well, well you know I, I mean, split between days. <laughs> um, we're going to go down this journey together and talk about um, stuff we've been discussing before, and we decided we just wanted to share it with everybody else and not... Not let it just stay in this room. So yeah, here absolutely. we go. Yeah, so um, what we were really talking about tonight was just like um, Sarah and I um, can really like identify on this, just being in service to like people for so long and just having a kind of a people pleasing personality <laughs> where like um, I was talking to her about it. I went to a lunch earlier today and um, the wife of um the pastor we were having lunch with asked if I wanted water and I I did but I didn't want to tell her I did because I didn't want her to get it for me because I have such a hard time letting other people wait on me um it makes me feel guilty and so like I've discovered recently that I've put a lot of self-worth into me being able to please others or me being able to serve others and while service to others is really good God's kind of really opened my eyes to the fact that like my identity is different through him and it doesn't have to come from um from my works and from from being in service to others and so uh one of the ways that I think my eyes are really open to this was when um Jesus says that um he came to serve and not to be served. And so I really see that throughout throughout the Gospels as like when he's talking about his <clears throat> um, crucifixion and resurrection and when, when he's leading up to it, just the things that he did. One of the biggest things that made an impact to me was like everybody's always said that Jesus died for sinners. But um, what I what really resonated with me here recently it was like I was reading about um Judas and in um, Matthew and when Judas and Matthew went up to Jesus and betrayed him with a kiss um Jesus said to him um what what you're going to do just like get it over with basically mm -hmm. but then he called him friend and I was telling Sarah earlier, like for me, that was just like such a big deal because even though he had for, he had betrayed him and just done, he had done it with a kiss. Like it was just the most awful. And everybody's like, oh no, Judas. <laughs> and Jesus knew that he had done it and he was going to Absolutely, before. yeah. And he, he, in that moment, he was like, he called him friend, which was ultimately like a, a recognition of love. He was like, I love you still. Still saying that you're, you're still not my enemy. Even though you're betraying me and sending me to the cross. I still love you and you're still my child. Yeah. And so, and then knowing like what Judas goes through after that, he goes and buys a field or no, he doesn't buy the field. He goes and he um, hangs himself. Um, because he couldn't live with what he'd done. And I think about that a lot in context to um, being unable to forgive yourself. And so um, not only is like Jesus in service 
to me and I have to be able to accept that I, there's nothing I can't get up and help him get me a glass of water like he had to do it himself and I just have to accept it and and accept that no I'm not worthy of it but um but I it's still get okay. it yeah it's mm-hmm. okay to accept it and mm-hmm. it's and I don't have to get up and earn it and I can't get up and earn it mm-hmm. and it's an act of love and you're accepting the love and so um with Judas's fate being what it ended up being where he couldn't live with it and went out and hung himself I thought that was a huge testimony because when Jesus saw him for the last time he basically said I love you he didn't want what happened to Judas to be what happened to Judas but it was his inability to forgive himself it was his own heart that told him that what he did was too great and I think that that happens with us a lot where we we do something or like we go through something or something happens and Satan just lies to us and he's like no you're too far gone you you've you've done something unforgivable but Jesus looks you in the face after you've betrayed him after you've walked away from him and he looks at you and he says he calls you friend and he he and then he goes and dies for you on the cross and um is is tortured and he did that for Judas And I find that so sad because I bet even Jesus' heart broke over what happened to Judas. Because he had such a heart and so much love. I mean, him saying that before the cross was selling him, this is okay, this is all right, you can, you're forgiven. Yeah, and it was Judas' inability to accept Mm -hmm. the love. And so I want to make sure that I can accept the love because I know that I can be really hard on myself. And I know that I put a lot of my self-worth in my service to others. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I want to be able to accept it and not, and learn a lesson. Not from have Judas. to feel guilty every time. Yeah. <laughs> every time that you mess up and you can't come into the Lord's presence because you feel too ashamed or guilty, or or yeah. someone else being able to serve you and you sit there and let them do it. So. It's like that super well known song where it's like, um, "Fear is a liar." Mm-hmm. And I think that that's I love so. That song. I know I love it I too. Love my playlist, I listen to it every morning. <laughs> well, not every morning, but I well, listen to all the playlists. You get a shuffle, it gets there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that one, it's just like it's so true because your emotions can lie to you, and Satan, Satan can, you know, give you overwhelming shame and guilt, and it's just like all those emotions that Jesus doesn't want you to have. Jesus wants you to find. Um, your identity in in him and he wants you to know that you're loved and you're worthy and that's how Jesus sees you and that's how Jesus wants you to be able to see yourself obviously humbled and recognizing the authority over you um, but Jesus loves us and that's what he wants us to see and what the fruits that he wants mm-hmm. us to produce is loving others looking like i if I had a Judas in my life, mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to look at him and be like, call him friend. And I don't right. know if I'd be able to do that. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it before. And I've even told Marcus that um, I, I have a sister that um, had stolen property from me that I normally would want back. But there was something inside me. I think it was Jesus talking, but there was some sort of... Um, righteousness inside me saying instead of me being wrathful and angry like I had in the past when people steal things from me um instead I prayed to the Lord and I forgave her in silence and um I gave what what she stole from me to her I accepted her I said I forgive you and she knew that she stole it I made sure she she knew what was happening but I didn't 
I didn't let that get between our relationship. And I, even if Susie hadn't known, that's my sister, <laughs> even if Susie hadn't known that I forgave her and I gave it to her, I wasn't going to be wrathful and want revenge. I wasn't going to go steal something from her, exactly. steal seven things from her. So that is so important in our everyday lives with not just the Lord being able to come to him and, and being like, Lord, can you forgive me for this and not be ashamed? But others around us that don't have that the same um, concept as we do of being forgiven and forgiving people as well. Yeah. And it's so important as believers, because even Jesus said, he's like, if you hold unforgiveness in your heart for others, um, Mm -hmm. I I don't, I won't forgive you. And that to me is like so scary. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I I need to forgive this person. It's like so much pressure for me. (laughs) And it grows, it grows in your heart. It's a negative, it's a negative sin. Mm-hmm. Um, unforgiving someone is hatred and yeah. it'll grow in your heart and it'll become something that will be hard to reverse if you're not careful. Well, one thing that I absolutely love, and I was talking to um, Kyle, my <laughs> husband, about it. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's my These husband. Are people. Uh, <laughs> um, I was talking to him about it the other day is um, God calls a lot of these things seeds. So the seed mm-hmm. of hatred and the seed. Right. And the reason, and I thought this was so beautiful when uh-huh. the Holy Spirit like enlightened me on it. it the reason it's a seed is because it grows. Right. The re- it's not that. it's not just yeah. a grain of sand he, yeah. that, that gets put in you and you're and he's like, oh you got this little uh-huh. bit of you that that's growing. hating. Yeah. No, it grows. And that's why he calls it a seed, because it's gonna get big if you don't take care of it. It's gonna get it, it's gonna get bigger and you're not even gonna notice. And mm-hmm. it's gonna be like the weeds in the back of yeah, your garden. Everybody knows if you tend to a plant it'll grow. Okay. Yeah. And, and the, I mean, even the Garden of Eden was was plants. It was growing and even from the beginning of time the Lord yeah. uses seeds, um nature uses yeah. plants in nature to symbolize what he's trying to yeah and I and I love that I love that so much because like for me it's like my number one way to connect with God is Mm -hmm. to go outside and just like it's it's one thing that humanity will never be able to change Mm -hmm. you know like you can't change the cycle of nature Mm -hmm. and so it's the same as God created it so for me it's just like a raw and up close look at Jesus's character right in front of you every day he's not like holding it from you he's like my nature is all around you. You don't have yeah. to go into a temple. You don't have to pray to see it. You get to yeah. see it all around. You're so blessed. And we, yeah, we are so blessed with the Holy Spirit and just being able to like, like you, that wasn't how it was before Christ came, before Jesus came. And, and I'm so, I'm like so thankful mm-hmm. that that's how it is now that we can, we can worship from anywhere. And, mm-hmm. um, through the spirit, the spirit mm-hmm. coming through us. Yeah. It's awesome. It's yeah. really awesome. And like, um, for me living down in Arkansas a couple of years ago, like I would just take um, a prayer book. I would go sit down by a creek and oh, read it amazing. or or out in a field, just somewhere where I felt in awe of, of God and like climb a tree and watch the sunset and listen to some worship music. It was just, it was where I really saw God's face. And um, I think that's a huge, a huge part of um, where your spirit lies. You know, people that really love the natural world and, and things like that. Um, they're usually really good down-to-earth people, and <laughs> there is a reason for that. There uh-huh. is a reason that loving nature gives you fruits of the spirit, even when you don't realize. It's it. such it's, a mental balance. They're exactly. So God made us to live in a garden, to yeah. live in nature, to be in unity with nature, mm-hmm. and I think that that's that's beautiful. beautiful. But, yeah. <laughs> 
I was thinking the same thing, but you said so it first. So <laughs> Yeah. So that's yeah. That's my favorite part. And just I don't know. It's, and when people tell me that they like gardening or like the outdoors, I'm like, that's awesome mm-hmm. because like that is that's God. That's that's God you're looking at right there. <laughs> but you can use that to describe so many things. You can. I mean, there's gardens growing inside us. It's so easy to describe it. You can use thorns and thistles as the the hatred mm-hmm. and the evil inside you. But then there's so much light, you know, and you use so many symbols by that. But if you just think of it literally as well, it's so beautiful. You can't just take, you can't make and it bad. With our seeds, Jesus is the light. Jesus is the sun mm-hmm. that grows our seeds. Mm-hmm. And so like... Oh, it's just like such such a beautiful thought. fruit of the spirit. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, I'm on a roll. <laughs> all the all the plant things, but <laughs> no, yeah, it's like it's crazy. It is because all the examples he uses, like um, the seed being cast down on stones and things like that, is just like he Jesus was telling us exactly like nature was made to show us God and jesus used it too mm-hmm. and it's just like it's so cool to look at with um it's overwhelming yeah you can't, you can't wrap your mind around it so you just have to embrace it yeah breathe it in <laughs> yeah you just have to um accept it <laughs> that's right this is it, this, this is, is accepting part this is the yeah. accepting podcast we're accepting we're accepting god's <laughs> character and god's love and just like everything that comes with it mm-hmm. and knowing that we cannot work for it mm-hmm. works do not get us anything if we and sarah and i were talking about this mm-hmm. earlier um when you when you are saved and um jesus tells you what to do to be saved he mm-hmm. says believe in me mm-hmm. and love me right. and so we talked about like what exactly it means to love someone by the bible standards which the ultimate um representation of love in the bible was jesus's crucifixion for us um and so we one see anyway. yeah like one of the big ones yeah. we see um self-sacrifice we see um healing oh demon just so much selflessness complete selflessness um kindness all the fruits of the spirit really and that's what love looks like so when jesus says believe in me and love me he's saying he's saying all those things like serve me in this way because you love me so when you love someone you are at service to them which and it's not because you have to do it either it, jesus was an example he came down and he did those things he didn't have to he did them to show us how to how to be that way yeah jesus follows an example he said um i didn't come to be served but to serve but and to that's, serve. that's big <laughs> it's a big thing so yeah I think that that kind of is the point for today, I suppose. I don't even know how long we went for. Is there anything else you're wanting to touch on? Maybe are you feeling comfortable with a testimony or anything like that? Don't feel pressured. No, I know. Don't feel pressured. (laughs) But um, just anything you want to share, anything that you feel um, you want to say. I know I've been talking for most of this, but... No, it's okay. But like... I'm falling off of what you're saying. I've never done something like this before. (laughs) Anything that the Spirit's imparted on you to add? uh, I'm just... I'm so brightened right now from just talking about forgiveness and accepting things. I've accepted so many things in my life and you have to. I mean, if you're dealing with depression and you're dealing with with hardships and heartaches and people leaving and abandonment, um, 
there is a certain point where you have to accept it. And if you don't, it just destroys you from the inside. That's just like Judas. It's yeah. the garden that's growing inside you, but it's not the light of the garden. It's, it's your thistles. It's your thorns. Yeah. Yep. So if I plant thorns or they're planted in my life and I don't have control over them, I do have to learn to accept them. And I do have to learn to, you don't have to accept them to where it is, it is your final that's all that that's there but you do have to understand to accept it to move forward because accepting something isn't that's it you don't just accept something and that's that and it's a standstill it's accepting something is the next step that way you can move forward and grow (laughs) so yeah 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 that's good so I've been doing (laughs) so I've been doing that a lot lately where I've been accepting things and um, we, me and Memphis, we connect so much on, we relate and it's ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. but we were talking about it earlier about, um, where it was so hard for her to accept, to mm-hmm. be served, just literally being served by someone for something as simple as a glass of water. But for me, um, I begged the Lord to, to help me accept, um, accept his salvation because we do have shame and we do have fear and we do have setbacks. We do backslide. And um, it's so important to accept the fact that you're still not lost and you're still saved oh, by yeah. the Lord. Being able to forgive yourself mm-hmm. most of all. Yeah. Being able to say, yeah, I, I messed up and mm-hmm. God, I'm coming back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're not going to give up on me. I'm not going to give up on myself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. repenting, most important. Oh, my that's, goodness, that's yes. so huge. So huge. <laughs> that's the first that's the first part. Let's just say that yeah. if you're not repenting towards it, it's and the it, Lord's not. And a big thing for me is like repentance means to not only ask for forgiveness, but also to turn away from it. So That's make right. a conscious effort mm-hmm. to stop doing it. And and obviously God knows we're not perfect, but sinning with intentions is not mm-hmm. what we need to be doing. And so like one big thing that God's been revealing to me now that we're on it about repentance um, is like somebody, um, another podcast that I listen to mm-hmm. actually was talking about um, just um, repentance and Okay, so it started with being able to see God throughout your day. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was like when you wake up in the morning and you think that's of your own power or, you know, you take that for granted, you're missing God. You're missing an opportunity to praise God. And it it just went down the list. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. And so when I got home that night, I was like, I want to take this time just to recognize where I see God working in my life. And it went from that to realizing that I need to repent daily too, you know, because like, Personally, I've had personal convictions. Um, I've been doing a lot of fasting from things and things like that. And one of the big things is like, I need to learn to hold my tongue. In my work environment, I need to learn to hold my tongue because I'm gonna be around people who cannot. And so I'm trying to get more control over my tongue. And so I sometimes would come home and I would be like, man, today really wasn't a good day. I did not hold my tongue enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, it, and then at one point God was like, that's not good enough for me. It's not good enough for you to say, oh, wow, today really wasn't good. I didn't Mm -hmm. succeed. You need to sit down with me and you need to be like, Lord, I did not succeed today. I repent. Help me do better tomorrow. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not good enough to be like, oh, bummer. Today was bad. You have to to bring it out in the open. You have to Mm -hmm. make it clear to people. You can't just keep it in your mind because it it gets lost in there. So much goes on. And once you start recognizing your own flaws, Mm -hmm. like me personally, I've been sharing a lot of 
what just getting down on personal level with other people and um specifically one person in my life and I won't say who it is because I don't know if she'd be comfortable with it um one person in my life um I spend a lot of time around throughout my day and um I've just been talking to her about my personal struggles and because um we just spend a lot of time around each other so we just end up talking (laughs) because and so one of the things that I was telling her was I was like yeah I'm trying to be better about holding my tongue because I'm not good at it and I feel like it comes from a position where I feel like I want to connect in the conversation not necessarily from a bad place heart wise but I I think that's the only way I can connect and I'm trying to be more pure with my with my words with my um thoughts toward things and and just like um being vulnerable with her in that moment and being like um because she's not entirely religious and so um and I wouldn't say I <laughs> you know like Christian she, right um and so like I really for a while felt so scared to talk to her because I felt like she wouldn't understand mm-hmm. some of the things but then I just got to a point where I was like you know what? I don't care I am going to own the spirit and I'm going to talk about it in my day-to-day life and so I was talking to her about my struggles I was like yeah I, I really want to start holding my tongue more and so um just like things like that and then before long she had started talking to me about um well, she, she said she used to be atheist and now she's not. And I was like, oh, well, what changed? And we got into that converse, conversation where she was really shown something and she was like, it, it, it built her faith. And she's not like, hasn't given her life to God really, but mm-hmm. she is now aware that there is one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, one step closer, but I would have never had those conversations if I hadn't opened up right. to her about my personal struggles and the fact that I am a human too, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you can't get up on your pedestal and, and be like, that. So even with those things that I get convicted of, I make sure to share it in my day-to-day life, not only with other believers, but with just people that are around me so that they can see that that, you're not perfect. Yeah, that they can do it too. You're not righteous because so many of us, especially when you are down on on love with the Lord, Mm -hmm. you feel judged by other people, Christians that that have the Holy Spirit. (laughs) You feel so judged and you, you don't feel worthy. And I think we, that's our, our, misconception of of christians is we are not perfect and we do sin as well we just have to learn to accept it oh my gosh and that's, that's and grow with the lord yes accepting <laughs> accepting i love it um yeah that's i was gonna say something that i forgot i'm so sorry <laughs> no, <you're> okay. <laughs> um yeah that's what it was um sharing um it's not just praying about it and sharing it with the lord either he makes it so important that we are humans and we need communication you put someone alone and they go crazy Mm -hmm. um it and so when you are able to share that with someone rather they're a stranger they're someone you're closest to whether they're christian atheist it doesn't matter if you can put that out there it's not for them it's for you to put it out there for yourself and being able to share that with someone else is an acceptance to accepting that you do have this flaw and now that you have shared it with someone it will push you towards having to 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 recognize it and move forward and not do that anymore because there yeah. are the other eyes that have or ears that have heard you and eyes that see you so yeah I feel like as a Christian it's really easy to have a lot of pressures to be mm-hmm. an example especially for me like I don't know when to share my struggles with God because I don't know if it'll turn people away from God and so it's really hard for me not to try and act like I'm perfect or, mm-hmm. or not like I'm perfect but like I have a perfect relationship right. with God um because I do I have so much peace of mind so for so much of the time mm-hmm. but every once in a while I I 
I go a day without my armor or, you know, I do something like that and I stumble and Jesus is always there to pick me up. But sometimes in the middle, in the midst of my stumbling, Mm -hmm. um, I'll talk to somebody about it. And then sometimes I wonder if like, I should keep it to myself, you know, or keep it between me and God. There's always something in the back of my mind that's like, that's like, should I be talking about this? But the more, but the more that I'm talking about it with, um, what I've learned, you know, people, the more they open up to you and mm-hmm. talk to you about their struggles mm-hmm. with um, God and things like that. And it, it builds a personal relationship. It builds a trust. You're not mm-hmm. standing there being like, oh, well, I'm I'm perfect and you should right. try being so Why as don't well. you tell me yeah. your problems and I will teach you how to, how to exactly. you know, be okay, but I'm fine. Yeah. I'm perfect. Being humble, being a servant mm-hmm. to others out of love. And I think that that's really what we're called to do is just to love on people and hear them out and, and show them kindness mm-hmm. and um, God does the rest. God and does the such, rest. That's such an example, though, when we can share our own problems and our own sinful acts. It it just proves that when Jesus, um, when Jesus was an example towards us, and he got baptized, and he didn't need to be baptized. Oh, yes. And and that's the same thing as his example. It's like you don't need to share your your problems with them. You can share them with the Lord, and it can be between you two. Mm-hmm. But it is an example. You're saying, "This is me. I'm bearing my heart. I'm being." vulnerable with you and if you'd like to there's no pressure um if you'd like to you can and if not then this is me this is who i am i accept me the lord accepts me and it's okay if you don't but i I am here to i think that um sharing a sharing a vulnerability like that with Mm -hmm. another person a lot of times you don't do it because you have to have trust Mm -hmm. um you a lot of times you feel like you have to trust because you're afraid of what Mm -hmm. that other person is going to do with that information Mm -hmm. and so it takes a lot of security in christ and knowing that like i don't care what this Mm -hmm. person thinks i my identity my value is in christ and so sometimes it's so hard to share with other people those personal things because you can cause trifle yeah and you're afraid what they might do with it sometimes Mm -hmm. but i think it's really important to look back and be like um even if they misunderstand me. Wipe your feet. Yeah. Shook it clear. You don't have to worry about. Yeah. Shake it off. Like, (laughs) yeah. Move to the next, The next issue is the the modern conception, the rumors, the the talking behind people's back, the judgment. It will happen. It Mm -hmm. happens every day. You see it around you everywhere. And you just have to learn to understand that it's going to happen. And the Lord, Lord isn't behind your back and he's not talking to his angel saying, mm-hmm. mm, remember she, Sarah, you know, they're, oh gosh, he they're not, you know, he, he's talking to you about it and you should be talking to him about it. Oh my it. gosh. Yes. Yes. And yeah, it's just such a judgment free. And like there is, there's a lot of division in today's world and a lot of things that can turn people away from God mm-hmm. in the Christian community. And it's very sad. It's it's very sad, but um, when you really do find a home and when you really do find that person to connect with and that you just both just love the Lord and you're on the same page, or even if you're not on the same page and you learn how to love each other anyway and not um, be divided, then it's just such a beautiful relationship to have. And so I feel like when I am reluctant to tell people about um, my struggles, it comes from like a place of having to be perceived as perfect. And I don't think that's ever what Jesus actually asked us to do. <laughs> well, we we do see the Lord as an example and the Lord is perfect. So we do have that conception that we, we should be as, not as the Lord as we want to be God's, but we should try to be as Jesus was. And that yeah. I think even for Christians growing up as a Christian, you think I need to be perfect because Jesus was, mm-hmm. and that's what well, we're like trying Jesus to say did, is, yeah. yeah. So that's what we're trying. Yeah, that's the conception. 
yeah. we have, but you know, the value of that is um, we don't have to be perfect. We just have to, we have to be trying constantly. It takes commitment. Yeah. And sure. no sinning with intention. Bad. <laughs> yes. If you know it's bad, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't go out and, and be like, oh, well, the Lord will forgive me for this. Right. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. And if you're going to do it and if you are going to do it and it happens, don't be ashamed. Don't, don't be fearful that the Lord's not going to accept you, accept you. Just try your hardest. Actually put your heart into it. If your heart is into it, it's not going to happen again. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You got to ask. So you, we can't do it in our own strength. We cannot be pure in our own strength. We are too weak <laughs> as we're human being. after all. Yeah. And so like, you really have to request that strength from God and, and, and God says that, you know, God is wanting us to thrive. God wants that for us. And so it's not like he's going to be like, mm, not today, Memphis, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like you send too much, not today. Yeah, Your yeah. book is full. Like, I don't, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. We'll try again tomorrow, but <laughs> no, he's not like that. He wants us to thrive. And as soon as we're like, Hey God, um, can you be with me today? He's like, I'm on it. Like I was waiting for you to say that. And so like, just knowing that God's in a position of wanting abundance for you and wanting joy. I think society gives everybody this perception that Christians um, have to live in poverty and just mm-hmm. be okay with everything and walked all over and that's really not what it's like there's so much joy there's so much peace of mind and there's so much prosperity and um in in walking with christ and he wants us he wants us to have that he wants us to have the abundance and um i think that a lot of times that's miscommunicated Mm -hmm. so and just and just being there getting down on your knees and praying to the lord and and telling him that you you have backslid and you've that you've Is it turning off? (laughs) Sorry about that. It turned off. Um, We ran out of time. I think we talked too much. Uh, Yeah. All good things, though. All good things. Um, And so it is is important to to get on your knees and pray to the Lord and, and ask Him to forgive you. And that is your first step to understanding that the Lord is going to hear you because if you don't realize that you can, you can be saved even after the sin has happened, mm-hmm. um, and just being ashamed of it, just yeah. coming into the Lord's presence, the Lord seeing you and being like, and him hearing you. And he's going to be like, you're here. You're talking to me right now. This is the first yeah. step. So he next sees where thing, your heart is. Most exactly. of all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next thing is just to fix it. It's, it's to move forward. You can't, you can't go wrong with prayer. Yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, talking to God is the number one thing. And then God will teach you how to talk to him too mm-hmm. over time. Um, and that's really, it's really beautiful. Um, like I, I recently was convicted about like being in a position of humility. So getting on your knees to pray and things like that. Just if you're having trouble connecting to exactly who you're talking to, um, I would encourage um just actually getting on your knees Mm -hmm. uh, next to your bed and just like recognizing exactly what Jesus has done for Mm -hmm. you and showing him you're in submission to that and just surrendering your life to that. Um, Because God wants what's best for you and God knows way more than you ever could. And so if God wants what's for you and what's best for you and um, he knows more than you, I just think that there's so much security in letting him, um, guide your life and, mm-hmm. and guide you and there's so much so many blessings being poured out on people mm-hmm. over that yeah so 
Okay, I think that we should stop taking up so much time. <laughs> I feel like the next video is a minute, two minutes. <laughs> this one's the easy one. Yeah. So I hope we, I hope we started it. Did we? Could we see when it actually stopped, or did it stop a little I bit? Stopped. Before? Oh, you did stop yeah. it. Okay. It was giving me a warning that like I was I running. See. I thought it already stopped. And no. we just <laughs> let's continue wherever we were. No, yeah. Okay, so um, I guess we'll be back. I think I think I'm gonna convince Sarah to come back. With oh me. my gosh, I'm already convinced. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Puppy dog. Good. Eyes. I need somebody kidding. to bounce off. This, this is awesome. It's so. Yeah. This isn't as bad as I thought it would be, and, <laughs> and I think I think the more I can I can think about it, and the more um, after this podcast, obviously this is very rough. Mm. Um, you guys can learn a little bit more about me and maybe my testimony. Yeah, and then we can come back and we can, you know, really get started and, and maybe do some scripture reading on here and yeah, maybe build a couple studies and things mm-hmm. like that wherever wherever awesome. God leads us. So. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's all we have for today. Hopefully you learned something from it. I know it was kind of all over the place, but, um, we just felt really inspired and decided to go for it. So, um, if you're wanting to, if you have any commentary, anything, we're always open to, um, you know, some, somebody being a little more wise if we said something that's out of line with the word, you know, let us know, mm-hmm. things like that. And so, um, you can email me. My email is memphis.mcneil at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, just anything. If you want to just, um, share a testimony, um, you know, if this helped you in any way, go ahead and just let us know. And I'll let Sarah know because <laughs> she's, she's over here all the time, but <laughs> and you guys, you guys are live. You're out there. So, I mean, even if you're listening to this now, this is your, this is your first step. Absolutely. Yeah. You. Like it's never too late to give your life to God. It's never too late. And even if you're not ready to do that today, I could, I'm open to talking to you about anything. Um, I will respond. If you, if you want to talk to me and maybe just have some questions about God and I can't promise that I'll be able to answer them, but I will seek out the answers with godly counsel, um, for you. And so, yeah, just, if you need to reach out, if you need prayer or anything like that, um, we're here and we'll be back. (laughs) Cool. Well, bye guys. It's nice meeting y'all.